Hello, hello, and welcome to this week's edition of Spirit Storytime. My name is Bunny, and today, I mean, I wasn't sure what I wanted to talk about, which generally <laughs> happens when I start this. I do have a list of topics, and sometimes I look at them and I do a little bit of research and I figure out what's going on. But this week, just like the past couple of weeks, I haven't really had any anything that I wanted to talk about. And I got thinking about the idea of spirit story time and how it's also about telling stories and sharing stories and sharing experiences, which is something that I've always really liked to do. So that's what I'm going to do today. So what I'm going to talk about a little bit is about your intuition and following intuition and how your intuition doesn't lead you wrong. Where is it that it comes from, the messages that you get from intuition? Well, it can come from your higher self. It can come from spirit guides. It could come from angels. It could come from source. Um, yeah, so it could come from all of those places, any of those places. As long as you always think that your intention is that you want what is your best, your highest good, something from your highest good. Now, something for intuition that a, a message that might come from like a spirit guide or an angel or something like that would be at a time, the, the ones that most people don't ignore um, usually are at a time when you're in physical danger, where you possibly could be in a situation where you could be in danger. A lot of people will say, you know, I just turned down this corner and, uh, you know, I've walked down this corner a million times, but this one night, just the way that everything was, all of a sudden I just felt this, you know, weird feeling, this energy, and I didn't know where it came from. It didn't make any logical sense. So I stopped, turned around and walked another way, or maybe you were on more alert, that kind of thing. So a lot of people will have experienced that at some point in their life. Another thing that you'll experience probably would be the the random or quote unquote random thoughts that come into your mind and you know probably your conditioning throughout your life you've had experiences especially when you were young where you wanted to do something where you had this idea to do something or say something or think something and you were told you know no that's wrong don't do that that kind of thing so your conditioning was to teach you to not listen to that intuition so I've noticed that there are times when I get this idea to do something that seems so outlandish and so weird um, so outside of my character or what I would think would be my character and there have been many, many, many times in my life where I have ignored it. Uh, lately, I've been trying to follow it a little bit more. When it's your actual intuition, it's going to come from a loving place. It's going to come from a place with no time limits and no judgments. So it's not like it's going to have a, you know, your, the message from your intuition isn't going to be one of, um, you know, harm and it's not going to be one that's going to say, well, if you don't do this, then this is going to happen. It's never like that. So I'll give you an example of something that happened actually this week. Uh, so on Wednesday night, there was uh, actually before Wednesday night. We'll, we'll, we'll start with um, 
likely it was Monday night. So a little bit of background. I've lived in my house for 21 and a half years and I don't talk to my neighbors. I went to high school with a couple of neighbors uh, that live directly across the street from me. They've lived there their whole life with their parents. Well, they've moved out and then moved back in. And then a few houses away from them, on the same side of the street, so across the street, is an Air Cadet captain and his wife. So he was the captain of Air Cadets when I joined. And on the same side of my street, a couple of houses down on the left, is actually neighbors that when I lived in Toronto they actually lived in the same area and their oldest daughter actually went to school with me so that was kind of funny I purchased my house from my grandma so a lot of the neighbors did know her now my direct neighbor on the right hand side who we actually share a driveway with her cousin was mine and my son's boxing coach And he was my boxing coach for about seven years. And he was my son's boxing coach for eight and a half. And this is their, their, his cousin and her sister lives across the street. So his other cousin. Now I didn't talk to her. I didn't even say hi to her, introduce myself to her until we had already been living here for five or six years. And we were both taking items out of the trunk in our backyards because we share a driveway. And It was Christmas and I said, hi, my name is Buddy. (laughs) So that was kind of funny, you know, that I I didn't, but but that's the thing. So I, I'm a very closed person. My house is uh, my sanctuary. I don't really let anybody in. So this is like my safe place. This is my place where, um, you know, I'm not going to be judged and that kind of thing. So I just, yeah, I keep very private in my home and I didn't want to, you know, sometimes people have issues with neighbors and they can have arguments. And if you plan on living somewhere for a very long time, which I did, I planned on living here uh, for, you know, a a long while because uh, I wanted to give my children a steady home. I didn't have that growing up and that was something that I wanted to to give to them. And their father had that uh, from the time he was in kindergarten uh right up until he moved in with me when he was 21 years old so that was something that I wanted you know I wanted to give my children was the a stable home and somewhere where you know they lived for their whole childhood and they didn't have to move around a lot because you know starting a new school and making new friends and losing all friends although it was a lot different then because there wasn't the internet and Facebook and all that stuff um But yeah, so, you know, having to make new friends and not having people that I knew for a long, long time, that was something that I wanted to offer to my children. And my practice husband, their father, um, you know, he agreed to that. So we, that's why we were going to live here for a very long time. Now we weren't really social people. Uh, I mean, we go to, I I would go to other people's houses and hang out, but I still I'm pretty, you know, I have a pretty small circle of friends, a small circle of people that I hang out with. So that was in a nutshell, the, the base of this. So during, uh, 
this lockdown quarantine whatever we want to call it uh, that has been happening I've been sitting on my front porch my front step uh, I at the beginning I was doing it multiple times a day sometimes I do it now once a day or so and while I was sitting out on my front step the neighbor across the street who I'd gone to high school with he would go out for a smoke you know, a couple times, whatever. They also got a new puppy, so I was seeing him walk the new puppy. And, I mean, it was nice to watch life happen. And I was watching the birds, and I was just kind of experiencing the the fresh air and all that kind of thing. Well, Monday night, <laughs> I had this urge while I was sitting there, Monday late at night. I actually wanted to say hi to him. Now, keep in mind, we had gone to high school together, but we weren't really friends. But we have some mutual friends, some people that, you know, that he knew that that I knew as well. Um, but I've never like had the urge to say hi. A week ago, actually, last uh, last Sunday, I was going to the store and one of the people that I work with or worked with at the hotel, uh, he's friends with them and he happened to be over there and he called out my name and I said hi and waved and got into the car so it was the next day that I was like you know I you know I wanted to say hi and I was like no I talked myself out of it I was like no 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 like why would I want to say hi to him because I mean I don't talk to neighbors and I'm actually planning on moving um so it's you know it's kind of funny it's like why would I talk now after I've lived here for you know over two decades and so I talked myself out of it well Wednesday night comes and my one friend texts me and says, are you looking at this lightning? And I love to see lightning. And um, so I was like, no, I'm not. But I'm going to, you know, I'm going to go outside. And she goes, the wind is crazy, that kind of thing. So I said, OK, I'm going to go check it out. So I went outside and I was on my on my little front step. And I noticed that the neighbors across the street, these same neighbors, were taking in the things off of their front porch and getting it kind of like storm ready. Right. Because it was pretty windy. And I took some video, uh, did a couple of Facebook lives for a few minutes. And while I was doing the second one, because it had, oh, excuse me, because it had started raining, I had this urge to like dance in the rain like I was when I was a little kid. And that inspiration actually came from uh, one of my Facebook friends who uh, went to visit her sister and her nephews and nieces and they had played that day in the sprinklers and it was like they were little kids and having fun and playing. And so when I wanted to dance in the rain, it was that was the inspiration because I remembered when I was a kid, I loved dancing in the rain. And I was actually encouraged by my dad, uh, you know, rain and wind and snow and all that stuff. It didn't stop you from having fun. Uh, you know, they let me my parents let me jump in the puddles. It was, it was like that was a cool thing. So. This was something that I was like, you know what? Yeah, like, why don't I do it? So I had texted my friend and I said, I want to dance in the rain. And then right when I said when I texted and sent and I sent that message to her, I thought, well, why not? Like, what's stopping me? So I took off my slippers and I went and I mean, I don't really dance like I did when I was a kid. So I what I decided was I would just stand on the on the grass barefoot in the rain. And as I was standing there, I had my eyes closed, my face up to the sky, my palms out, and I decided to be a conduit for the healing energy uh, 
because thunder and, and lightning and, you know, an energy of a storm, it's very powerful energy. And I decided to be a conduit, an anchor to uh, the energy to bring it down into the earth. And I was sending it out as healing energy, healing energy to uh, my neighborhood, my country and the planet. And as I was thinking these and having that intention, I heard the door across the street from my neighbor open. And I knew that he had come out to have a smoke on his porch. And after a couple of minutes, I hear him say, I'm going to come out and join you. And I was like, okay, <laughs> yeah, that, okay. And he stood on his front yard. Because, you know, it's still social distancing, physical distancing. So he stood out on his front yard. And we just stood there. Um, together, but also not completely together. And enjoyed the rain. And we had a couple of, you know, discussions. Like he said, oh, that feels really good. And I said, yes, nature's air conditioning. Because it had been a really warm couple of days. So it was nice to feel that cooling, um, you know, rain. And then I yelled out something about how... I, you know, used to play in the rain as a kid and I haven't done it in, in so long and, you know, and it felt nice and yeah. And then it rained like it was about 10 minutes and it, and at one point it, it like poured really like so much and I was like just laughing and it was so wonderful and it was so wonderful to have that experience with somebody and I I remember thinking in my head, well, you know what? You were sending healing and clearly someone, you know, heard the call and, um, you know, he needed that healing uh, just as much as I did and just as much as anybody else did. And uh, so it was nice to have that shared experience. There was also another neighbor, um, a couple of houses the other way that was sitting on his porch and, you know, maybe he didn't have the idea to join out. Now, the thing was, of course, my ego had stepped in before I stepped out onto the thing. Even when I heard his porch door open or his, I'm not porch door, his house door open when he came onto the porch, my ego stepped in and was like, oh no, the neighbors are going to think you're crazy. And I was like, who cares? <laughs> right? But I do care. I mean, they, I do still care what people think about me. And I am learning to not care. You know, when I was a kid, I didn't care. I didn't care what I did. I didn't care what people thought. But I learned through conditioning to care about what people thought. And I am unlearning that conditioning. And it actually felt really good. There was also a moment where, you know, of course, this is lightning. And lightning is dangerous or can be dangerous. People ha get killed by lightning, get by getting hit by lightning. So it's not something that, you know, I wanted to like do something that would be risky or anything like that. But it was just something that I, my ego stepped in was like, but you could get hit by lightning and you could die. And I said, yes, thank you. Thank you, ego. That is true. That is a true thing. But I believe that I'm going to be divinely protected at this moment. And also, if I actually did get hit by lightning, either I would die or I would have a really cool story. <laughs> and then there was a third option of that I wasn't going to get hit by lightning. 
And I was pretty sure that that was what was going to happen. So I just said, it's okay. Thank you for being there. Thank you for reminding me of the power. And I respect that power of the lightning. And it's not like I get called to stand out in the rain or stand out in a lightning storm all the time. It was just that that moment I wanted to do it. And the fact that two days earlier I had wanted to talk to the neighbor, but I talked myself out of it. And then that Wednesday night, I go out onto the yard and he listened to himself and he stood out on his lawn and he made that move. It, it reminded me to have faith in the intuition, to understand that there's a reason and a meaning. And I had a wonderful experience. And it was one of the highlights of my week. So that's what I want to remind everybody. That you need to sometimes put yourself into an uncomfortable position. Into something that makes you a little bit nervous. Because it's outside of your conditioning. But you know that there might be some benefit. You just aren't sure what it's going to do. I never in a million years thought that me standing on my yard in the rain would have a neighbor who I don't talk to, who I have no relationship with, say, which he didn't even have to. He didn't have to say, I'm going to come join you. He could have just stood out on the yard himself. But he said, I'm going to come and join you. And in that joining... It was a connection that I understood was a spiritual connection and intuition and something that is more evidence that while I'm not in control, because I don't need to be in control, spirit always has my back. Spirit always sees the big picture and there's always a reason and it could be something that I would consider insignificant and small but who knows what kind of seed that plants who knows what kind of um thing that heals like wound that heals that opportunity that it gives people to express themselves and how much more amazing can that be so that's going to be my episode this week of spirit story time all about following your intuition and having some amazing spirit experiences. Again, this is Spirit Storytime, and my name is Bunny. Thanks for listening. <laughs>